Happy New Year! Welcome to the City Rev Life Podcast. <laughs> hey, uh, this is an episode on how do you have some healthy spiritual habits in 2024. Yeah, I go. apologize for the corny intro, yes. but it's me, Justin. New Year, new you, Justin. New Year, new you. <laughs> All right, setting resolutions. <laughs> you eating the grapes, right? You right. eat the grapes. Yeah. Okay, anyway. The bags are on the neighborhood. Right, one for every month. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Something like that. Something something yeah. about the luggage. I don't know. About yeah, that. I don't know. Okay. okay. But hey, we're here and we're having this conversation about healthy spiritual habits for 2024. Pastor Craig has some thoughts prepared he's going to share with us. And so, Craig, take it away, enlighten us. How can we approach yes. this year and thrive spiritually? Yes. Well, I think. One of the things I love about New Year's mm-hmm. is that people do think about goals and think yeah. about ways to improve. And so um, for us, I think a lot of our New Year's resolutions are often like, you know, hey, I want to lose weight or I want to exercise more, or maybe we've got a, a goal at work that we want to see a promotion. Mm. Uh, but for us to think through um, like spiritual goals, I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's good for us to think about our um, spiritual growth, I think, is yeah. is good. Sometimes, mm-hmm. just me personally, I can be not intentional with spiritual yeah. growth, right? You just think, oh, well, I do, do the right things. Do. Yeah, and I think it'll, I'll just continue to get older and yeah. things will grow. But sometimes I think it's good to think through kind of thoughtful, intentional steps you yeah. can take yeah. to help grow in your faith. And so I kind of wanted to take today mm-hmm. to give you a little peek behind the curtain to our viewers and uh, people listening of how we at the church think about spiritual growth Mm -hmm. because obviously the Lord does whatever he wants to do in a person's life. Right. And some people grow very quickly and have just Mm. this dramatic, you know, conversion to the Lord. And for some people it's more slow and steady for a lot of people, it's ups and downs and you got seasons where things are going well and things in seasons where they're not. But for at least us at the church, we understand that the Lord's in control, that he leads people how he leads people, but we still want to have a plan to help people grow, if that makes sense. So I just want to share a little bit of our plan from the ministry side, just in in generalities, how we think about Mm. spiritual growth, next steps people can take, uh, and then try to match that a little bit with with spiritual growth. So we're going to really think about us at the church. If you're here, you go to City Rev, you're part of our church family or another church. Um, There are just some simple steps that most churches today provide that maybe you could take and consider in your life um, and how you grow spiritually. What's the next step you can take? Yeah, this time of year is such a great opportunity to reflect on kind of the current Mm -hmm. trajectory of our lives and ask those questions of, hey, what needs to change? If I want to prioritize my relationship with God, what needs to change in my rhythms and what I'm doing? Um, So... Take us through it. What would you say, you know, to someone who's who's wanting that, who's yeah. wanting to hear, how can I do that this year? Well, I think there's some different maybe stages you could be in of spiritual growth. And the first would be a person that is exploring Christianity, exploring okay. the faith. And so maybe this person has like found us online. You're watching this podcast. Maybe you found us on YouTube or something, or you watch sermons online, or mm-hmm. maybe there's Christian books that you read. Uh, or you just have a friend that you've been talking to about Jesus and you want to learn more. Uh, and for someone, for someone like that, who's exploring the faith, uh, I think there are, uh, like it all kind of ties back to the church, right? But there, there are places in the church for you. Uh, and so for a person like that, I would recommend 
maybe getting involved with something like an alpha group. That's something that we do here at mm-hmm. City Rev, uh, just a place to uh, ask questions and explore the faith. Maybe your church or a church in your community has something like that. Alpha is kind of international, so yeah. you probably find one nearby. Uh, but there's other other programs like that that yeah, help exploring you Christianity. exploring Christianity. Yeah. yeah. And there's other places where you can just learn about the faith. And then I'd say the 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 next step for you as you're exploring the faith would be to, instead of just watching and observing people who practice this mm. faith, would be for you to personally practice mm. this faith. And that would be the next step of what we might call the, the spiritual disciplines, right? Mm. It would be um, starting to read your Bible, maybe starting to pray. Mm-hmm. And actually spend time personally praying to God, um, spending time uh, in a community of other believers, uh, and really just trying to seek out the Lord in in your life and and seeing what He'll do in that. And so there's a lot of practical ways yep. that you can do that, right? I think if this is where you are, if you're if you're maybe watching us online and you want to start practicing the faith uh, in your own life, uh, I would say just keep it simple. I'd say you know, get a Bible. It would be a good first step, right? Like go, go get a Bible, uh, or download a Bible app, right? We use, uh, the U version app a lot. That's like the most common Bible app yeah. on, on iPhone and Android. Uh, we also like our team does a really good job here. They have the city rev app. There's like a reading plan and resources there on the city rev app. Yeah. That's a good place to go. Uh, and then I would say, uh, to start praying and, and just to keep it simple right? Like there's a lot of different methods in how people pray, but I would just start real small um, and just start by simply talking to God. I would Mm. uh, start by praying and uh, maybe uh, declaring your praises to him or, Mm. um, you know, things that you're grateful for, thanking him uh, in prayer, and then start to pray about the things in your life that you're concerned about, that you want to see God work and move. Pray about your spiritual growth. Pray about Maybe, you know, there's things in your family or job and and start seeking the Lord and asking Mm. him to work in your life. And then I think the big part about prayer, too, that I've really found is then looking for how the Lord's working in your life. Um, That could be a good way. Or and maybe even like journaling. But you're you're a journaler a little bit. Journaler. So tell me a little bit about how you how you do a prayer journal. What's that kind of look like for you? So it varies from time to time. Usually I'll have in the front or back of my journals, I will have like a specific request chart where it's kind of like the date, the, the the nature of the request. So if it's, I'm praying for this person that they come to faith in Christ, or okay. I'm praying for this situation that God would resolve it. And then I'll have a spot where I can just jot any notes that as I'm seeing God answer prayer. And then I have also a spot where I would like put a little note if God answered that prayer. And so I usually have that at the end, but then also just throughout the journal entries within it, I'm usually praying for what's going on in my life. Um, and what I like to do this time of year, especially is go back on that year's journals and kind of look over what were some of the themes of the things that I was praying about. Um, how did I see God work in those areas? And that's always faith building because if you don't stop to do that, you'll miss all the ways that God has been working. Yeah. And you forget, it's kind of an ancient practice in the Christian faith and even in the Old Testament, the old Jewish faith, right? To remember how God has shown up, remember what God has done in our lives. And so it's a great way to do it. I think the next step then, if you're, if you're uh, starting to practice the faith and maybe that's where you are engaging online, the next step for you would be to come to church, to be, to join the body, the community of believers. And 
I think in this day and age that can be overlooked sometimes. We say, well, I, you know, I listen to sermons online or, mm-hmm. you know, I listen, listen to, to Christian to music. Great podcast, you listen know. The City Rev Life podcast. You yeah, know, like efficient. what what else do I need? But there's something um, that God has created and done in yeah. the local church, right? Yeah. Like, like Jesus calls it his church that he has built. And when you enter into a community of faith, I think if we think um, practically, pragmatically, um, just naturally, we are shaped by the people that we're around. Mm-hmm. And so as you build friendships and get to know people and you enter into this, this community of faith, we start to become more like those people. And so our yeah. faith will grow. Like if you spend a lot of time with faithful Christians, your faith will mm-hmm. grow. Uh, but even more than that, I think there's something that supernaturally happens in the way at least that the body or at least that the Bible talk about is as a body, right? Mm-hmm. And that it's the body of Christ ministers to you, that there are gifts that God has put into the lives of people around you that he has put for the purpose of building faith in you, but you need to be part of it yeah. to catch what's going on, right? So like go to church and let the the pastor who's speaking, let him use his gifts and let that help build up your faith, right? Mm-hmm. The the worship team, let them use their gifts. Let them let that build up their faith. The, the prayer time you might have, to have afterwards, let the people mm-hmm. there that are praying and serving, let them use their gifts and build up your faith. And all those things working together, you'll find that, okay, the more I invest in this community, the more, the more my faith will grow. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the, that next step of participating in a, in a body of believers, taking a step beyond you know, just consuming content and to be, a, to be a part of the body of Christ. So then what would be next? So we've got, you, you've got number one to recap. It is, what was it? Pastor exploring, Craig? exploring, faith. exploring mm-hmm. faith. And number two is if you're someone start a devotional life, reading mm-hmm. and praying third, come to church. And then fourth, what would you say? Yeah, then for that, I say a lot of people are probably here this year. Probably a lot of people, um, at least listen to this podcast, probably attend a church and they're part of it. Uh, but maybe they've never t- taken the step, at least at at our church, we call them community groups, to join a community group uh, or uh, serving on a on a service team, a ministry team. Uh, and then a lot of, if you go to a different church, you know, they'll have different names, small groups, life groups, things like that, uh, Sunday school classes, right? Uh, but for us, it's about joining a group and really, uh, again, being shaped by the people that you're around, but also finding some deep friendships, some deep relationships in a place Mm -hmm. where you can talk to a person one-on-one and really share your life or at least what's going on in your life of faith with another person. Especially one of the most beautiful parts about joining a group is when you get to join a group of someone who's maybe walked this faith a little bit longer than you, Mm -hmm. who's, who's been down this road for a while. And when things come up in your life, you have that space and that opportunity to share what's going on with your life, have another person who knows you pray for you, pray with you. Uh, and you know, you have people that can, you can go to for advice and you can hear their stories. Here's what's been going on in their life that can help guide you and understand, man, here's maybe how God's working or here's how God did it in my life. Or here's what I see in scripture and just help you navigate a life in a community um, of faith. Yep. Have you had good experiences in groups? Has that, have you found that to be true for you? Yeah, I think what has been my experience with small groups is if I go into it with the mentality of, you know, I'm going to go to this group and it's going to be instantly perfect and I'm going to be best friends with everybody. You know, those oh, yeah. expectations aren't realistic. Yeah. You know, going in with just the mindset community and fellowship with believers is worth it. Yeah. So having a mindset of patience and endurance and being willing to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to 
I'm going to commit and I'm going to be the new person for a little bit. It takes, it takes time as the new person to get to know others. And uh, I think it's on us for those who are a part of our groups and have been for a while to go the extra mile for those who are new. Cause it's an intimidating thing to be the person that enters in and sees everybody else having the conversation. They all know each other. Yeah. They all love each other about what they did the previous weekend. And you're like, I don't know these people, but here's what I'd say. Don't believe the lie that because these people are super close to each other and you're the newcomer that you don't belong. Um, the, the reality is that at one point those people were newcomers to each other and it just takes time. So having some patience and, uh, going into it with a realistic mindset, but believing that, um, it's like farming, you know, when you take a step of saying, Hey, I'm going to be a part of this small group that's going through scripture together. It's like sowing seeds, you know, and you don't see the fruit come from a seed the next day. It's true. Or often the next week, you know, it takes some time. And so keep sowing seeds and uh, investing in those relationships. That's a real positive way to look at joining a group. I feel like I'm the opposite where I'm like, this group's going to be weird. I'm not going to like any of these people. This is going to be bad. (laughs) And I've done that. I've been that person, right? And then you go the first time and you're like, yeah, they're all weird and I don't fit in and they're not my, you know, but like the more, but then again, I've seen God work in that. Like I've, I've literally gone to groups where I left after the first week and thought like, I don't click with any of these people like this is not why i'm so different but over time spending time with them praying together getting to know them investing that time Mm. they've become very close friends in my life and it just it does it takes time so i think that's a great way to do it um another way to find some community and i think uh a great way to grow spiritually for a lot of people who maybe you go to church you're part of a group even is to find a place you can serve in the yeah. church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe there's a ministry where maybe you mm. you say, hey, like I go to church, I participate. Maybe I'm part of a Bible study, but you're not um, serving somewhere. You're not yeah. teaching others. You're not helping others. Yeah. And so um, a great step for you would be to find a place to serve. Yeah. So whether that be in a place like, a, like our kids ministry mm-hmm. or student ministry yeah. or uh, even if you were, uh, maybe, you know, uh, your church does something where it's more like a food pantry or things like that. Like there's places you can serve, mm-hmm. uh, and give back or even, even greeting or, you know, on the coffee team, stuff like that. Just finding a place where you can see yourself filling mm. a role in meeting a need. And what I promise you, especially as you're mm. thinking about doing it for the first time, is you're going to feel like you're not ready. You're going to feel yeah. like I'm not the expert, like how sure. I can't. How am I going to teach a kid's classroom because yeah. I don't know all the answers in the Bible? It, that's okay. Like that's, that's okay. But if you are a faithful person who loves the Lord and wants to serve and you have that attitude of saying, Hey, I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. Then you're not doing it alone, right? Like yeah. you're going to have a team that you can rely on. You're going to have other people that can help guide you and put you in the right spot. And, and it really helps you yeah. grow. You learn it's kind of like that old adage of like you learn when you teach others, right? Like yeah. that's how you learn. And so it'll help you grow in your faith as you yeah. start to give and pour out and, and teach to others. I yeah. think it's a good step to take. Yeah. And even hearing you say that, just to place a, throw some further weight behind what you're, you're saying, take like a kids ministry leader or a student ministry leader, mm-hmm. for example. I can't tell you how many times I'll speak to an adult, I'll ask them about their faith story and they'll go back to, a man, a woman who when they were in the fourth grade or their small group leader in middle school or you you name it, somebody who at an early season in their faith journey 
who made an incredible impact in their life. And for the leader in real time, it feels like chaos. It feels <laughs> like, is any of this actually doing anything? Did I are help they, anyone today? Are they paying attention? <laughs> you know, and then you talk to these, you know, you'll talk to a young adult, you talk to someone and hear their story and they'll go on and describe how the kids ministry teacher who first introduced them to the story of scripture or the student ministry tribe leader, yeah. that's what we call them, yeah. you know, who invested in their faith and was there for them in times of crisis through their teenage years. They speak about them as key pivotal roles in their formation as disciples. And so it's the that's, best. that's what you get to step into. You know, it's just a small glimpse. And so if you're on the fence about serving, it does require sacrifice. It requires time just oh. like anything else worth doing does. And we just say it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. And you will see God use you. And your faith will grow. I love how yeah. you said that. One of the ways we grow in our faith is yeah. by serving and helping others grow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, there's nothing, there's nothing like that when you have maybe a, a kid or a student that you helped teach mm. and they come back years later and they share with you the impact you made on their life. Yeah. And then you're like, I didn't even think you listened to me yeah. when I was there. But, you know, that it it does. It takes effect. It It, yeah. it, it goes to the heart. And the work matters, serving yeah. matters. It's that it's the parable or it's not the parable, it's the story of Jesus feeding the five thousand with the five loaves and two fish. Yeah. It's we bring our our very little and we bring it to Jesus yeah. and he's able to do a miracle. Yeah. And feed the multitudes through our meager little portion. Yeah. God does much, right? Yeah. yeah I think then for the next step for those of us listening and, and maybe you're saying, Hey, I'm like deeply involved in my church community. I'm, I'm growing, I'm trying to grow personally imperfectly, but I'm mm. following the Lord. And, you know, I, I go to my church and I'm invested in a ministry, you know, what's next for me this year. And I think a helpful way to look would be then to start looking outside the church walls mm. and say, okay, how can I serve my city, serve my community? And so, um, it could be something really simple, with thinking maybe we're at your workplace and mm -hmm. thinking what's a way that I could even serve the people at my workplace? Is there a way that at least maybe it's just making the intentional steps start praying for your coworkers? Or maybe there's a need that you can fill to serve those people and, and help them in some way. Um, showing them hospitality, inviting them into your life, yeah. uh, or even serving them at work. You know, I don't know what that looks like in your workplace, but maybe, you know, doing something to make their lives a little bit better, helping them out. Uh, and then you can think even more broadly and say, are, are there needs in my city mm. that I see where I can help meet them? And so yeah. maybe that's partnering with others. And so maybe that is uh, working something like a, like a food pantry, or I know a lot of um, yeah. faithful Christians who have done, uh, worked with tutoring programs to help kids, you know, catch up in school, mm. or maybe there's a charity organization that you can involved with that does service projects like, you know, like a Habitat for Humanity type of thing where you're building or you're serving or you're cleaning. Um, or maybe you're just starting something very small and specific in your life mm. using your, you know, gifts and talents mm. to give back and meet a need and help your city. But I think it's, it's starting to look outward. That can be the next step for, for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as you hear all of these, it might be helpful for you to think and identify, you know, what is one step mm -hmm. I can take? What is one step I can take? What's my next step? Yeah. What is it? And I think you can get overwhelmed and then choose all five things all at once and then do none of them. 
because you get frustrated along. I way. need to read a whole book of the Bible every day. I need to start my own charity. I need to need lead a small group. Yeah, there, there you go. I got to do it all. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't do that. Just kind of pick what is your one thing that the step yeah. that you want to take. And um, what's cool is if you do that and you take kind of a long term view of your spiritual yeah. growth, you're going to come around to next year, and then you're going to ask, okay, next year, what's the next step? If you've been faithful to just do that one thing this year next year what would it look like to do yeah. to yeah. do that so hey this has been helpful thank you craig and and we hope that this is something that has encouraged you and uh we wish you a very happy new year and we will see you on the next episode of the city rev life podcast thank you so much for listening to the city rev life podcast feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review if you want more content or additional resources head to cityrev.org or download our app we hope you have a great day